cut to a conference hall, half empty, a majority of which is filled with nerds and wannabes, uh, hangers-on, groupies. We do see a couple of heroes interspersed. Uh, we see Lioness, Sarah Yee, Neighborhood Watch is skulking towards the back. Jennings is also towards the back, skulking, uh, brooding. A few others here and there. Everyone's here to see a specific speaker, but there are five total. We've got the immortal hippie professor, which we still haven't yet named. Two metahuman task force officers, Lieutenant Harold Stewart. And you may remember Fractal from Chicago. He's joined their ranks. He was the hero that helped uh, you to keep up part of the building when it was collapsing so everyone could escape. Um, he's got the variable powers, but he can only use a single one at a time. There's also a police spokesman, uh, Sergeant Mark Talbert. Uh, he's here to discuss the cooperation uh, of various uh, forces. And then the guest speaker is a Miss Carrie Anderson, uh, who helped res um, rescue a whole bunch of people during a crisis a couple of months ago. Uh, she's been in the news here and there. But the immortal hippie goes first, and like you said, he discusses the uh, philosophies of good and evil. Uh, he's long-winded, and he likes to talk about philosophy and uh, how his uh, viewpoints is what's kept him young, uh, and how he is... Uh, viewpoint is so much better than so many other people's. A lot of people just grin and bear it. And uh, the meta that's there to speak is um, is Strobe, uh, the kind of worst rated meta hero in the US, possibly the world. Um, but he is well known. And uh, he talks about how Heroes do good in the long run, despite the damage that they do. You know, they're they're not infallible, but he truly believes that, uh, you know, in his experience, you know, he's seen a lot and a lot of things, and the good definitely outweighs the bad. Next to go is Sergeant Mark Talbert, and he discusses the balance between the police force, the metas, the metahuman task force, and regular people. Uh, the boundaries that they, they need to observe and respect. And he is obviously uh, slanted towards how uh, underappreciated the cops are and how underfunded. But you can tell he's trying to play nice. Like every time he kind of starts to go off on a tirade, he... he catches himself and corrects himself. You can tell he's really bitter, but he knows what he needs to do, and he's actually uh, pretty good at his job. And he introduces Miss um, Carrie Anderson. She begins to tell about her story of, of what she did and how despite being afraid, she, she kept her head and got all of her co-workers out of the building before the, the meta-human fight uh, destroyed the floor that they were on. 
she used the distraction of of when the hero and villain were bantering that she's able to get everyone away and she's not a hero she she just did what she thought was right and uh she you know she saw an opportunity and and decided to go for it and right as she's starting to get into the meat and the potatoes of the story you know uh, when she's getting into the details that everyone's been been really interested in that she's kind of kept from the media and whatnot uh, a loud boom rocks the room uh, the power goes out and everyone's knocked to the ground a few chunks of the ceiling come down and the emergency lights cut on uh, they vaguely fill the the conference hall with an ar- with a dim orange light most of the crowd is screaming and murmuring in confused panic uh, we see fractal and lieutenant stewart conversing quickly and without even standing fractal fractal takes to the air after you know he quickly surveys the crowd and seeing that no one's seriously injured he, he yells everyone stay calm the metahuman task force is going to assess the situation. Stay here and bolt the doors. You all he points to the scattered uh, costumes all around, all the characters. Keep an eye on the civilians. See who needs the most attention. And with that, he flies out of the hall via the main entrance. And Lioness, Sarah Yee, Neighborhood Watch. And uh, little did anyone realize that uh, the Avatar was there. They come and gather in the middle of the room, and they all start to talk at once. And they, they kind of pause awkwardly, and then they all begin again almost at the same time, and each of them starts spouting their own ideas of what they should do, but it quickly becomes a heated yelling match. And out of the crowd uh, comes Carrie Anderson, and she's calming people as she's moving along, you know, putting hands on their shoulders and, you know, saying a couple of words to them and nodding her head, and... But she comes into the group and sees everybody arguing and with quick and certain authority she just she starts to dominate the conversation and um, in turn she asks every person like who they are and what they can do and uh, when everybody's done she she looks at neighborhood watch and she tells him to go and find the metahuman task force lieutenant and so that together they can keep an eye on everyone here and then she kind of gathers everybody else together and she starts to tell them her plan, and she convinces all of them to to follow her out of this building. Um, that you know everything seems to be okay here, but there's other people that probably need their help. Um, you know, and while they might not be able to fight anything off, they they can probably save some lives, help help evacuate some people, and that uh, she knows that these people are better equipped to tackle this sort of thing than she is but maybe she can give them the direction that they need. Then we cut to outside. Fractal flies outside of the conference center, located close to the center of town. His initial survey of the surrounding buildings doesn't show any major damage, and you know there's a few cracked and broken windows, uh, a little bit of debris, but he flies higher, and as he crests the top of the building, he sees towards the eastern watered front. And just uh, so we know, Puppeteer is, is towards the southern waterfront. There's smoke rising and massive damage. Some buildings have been completely destroyed. Others are teetering on the verge of collapse. 
Luckily, the damage seems to be contained to the business district, so maybe the loss of life might not be so high, being that it's late at night. And Fractal begins to fly at top speed towards the site. Last time he saw anything close to this was in Chicago five years ago when the Society of Villainy attacked. No way it could be them again, he thinks. As he's about a block from the center of the destruction, Fractal comes to a halt as quickly as he can. But it's just not soon enough. A large shape comes up from below, enormous. He tries to dodge out of the way, but it's too late. The shape continues to grow larger and larger. Time almost stops for him in this instant. Uncomprehending, his mind starts to count. One, two, three, four, five fingers rising from this massive crater, fingers attached to an arm, all leading to a monstrous form, rising from the ground, then the hand connects, and it all goes black.